Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, where two work from home entrepreneurs who are laughing their way through life, parenthood, and owning creative businesses. I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, performer, and mom of four. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, we have to pause and thank our amazing sponsor, FreshBooks Cloud Accounting. Now we're talking about getting organized and FreshBooks was the best thing I have ever done to organize my business. I'm a pretty good photographer, but I am not very good at keeping track of numbers. They intimidate me. I hate it. I dread it. I procrastinate it, but no longer with FreshBooks. So it's super easy to use. You can create and send professional looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. I used to do that by hand. It was so much time wasted. Uh, Set up online payments with just a couple clicks and get paid up to four days faster. And you can see when your client has seen your invoice and put an end to the guessing game. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to our listeners. And to claim it, you just go to freshbooks.com SK and enter Shaylee and Katie in the how did you hear about us section. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Woo-woo. Katie and I are here and yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about something that might be riveting and interesting to some of you and terrible for others, but wow, hopefully a, we'll all learn a little something. Way to sell that. <laughs> Proposals. <laughs> Guys, in contracts, how to structure your proposal Okay, contract. when Jared proposed, no. um, he no. got down on one knee. Business. Business. Oh, okay, yeah, no one's going to like this. No. <laughs> Listen, this is very important. This is how you book new business. Oh, okay. And it is something that over the years, I've had a lot of people... Other people that kind of do what we do ask me about and ask me for, like, proposal templates, like, if I can turn our proposal into a template and help them. So that's what we're going to talk about. So this is what Jonathan said to you when he proposed. He said, here's this document. (laughs) Read through the strategy and sign at the bottom. And I said, how will the payments come through? (laughs) (laughs) The dowry. The dowry. How uh, many chickens? Okay, no, so I just want to re-emphasize that this is not about romantic. This is about business proposals. This is about business proposals and contracts. Okay, so this Structures. episode is brought to you by engagement rings, diamond rings. Yeah, engagement <laughs> rings. Uh, it's a little awkward. They may have been confused. Oh, they may have been. Oh confused. no, I right. see what happened. Right, you you oversold. You oversold <sighs> that one. Okay. Uh, but contractually, you we're know, just I am go not ahead. listening to details very well no, lately. No, mm. there's still a baby in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, so, um, I guess we'll just come up with some taglines anyway. Yeah, proposals. Engagement rings. Uh, engagement rings. Dot com. <laughs> engagement rings. Mm. Uh, probably not a blood diamond. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> probably. It's, prob- it's probably not. Probably no, not. Don't worry. It's probably a cubic zirconia. Put it on your fingers. It's probably not. Quit whining. It's a diamond. Just wear it. <laughs> Engagement rings. Now they're just like that plastic, right? What do you mean? What's that stuff that people do? I don't know. What do people do? Have you not seen those like new cool trendy ones that are like... I've seen tattoos. No, what are they? They're like a... Oh, someone... No, someone's going to be like really on this because they're trying to figure out the name of it. They're not plastic. They're like silicone. Oh, cool. Rings. I don't know. My sister has one. Is that the tagline? They're like sporty. All of that that you All just said. All of that's a tagline. Okay. Engagement well, rings. Oh, you said again. The sporty kind that look like cooking wear. I don't know. Oh, I see. They're like durable. 
Yeah. Or like an active... Like if I'm going to Mexico, I put this one on. If I'm going skiing in Vail, I put this one on. You know what I need is like a rubber band one that will swell to the size of my giant sausage fingers <laughs> while pregnant. Sadie's here now, Katie. Oh yeah, Sadie's here now. This is from the future. Giant sausage hands. Um, engagement rings. Um, you may think that you are committed. <laughs> Where's this going? But you're not until you have enough money to prove it. Right. You think you're committed, but you're not. You need a, a down payment on yeah. like a house slash ring. Right. Right. You could use that to ease the financial stress of your first year of marriage. But yeah. No. Good. No. Because no one Pay will take it you seriously. Forever. You need a big ring. Yes. Thanks, engagement rings. Yeah. Thanks, engagement rings. Thanks for rings. making college full of pressure. <laughs> Back to proposals. The real ones. Oh, okay. Romantic proposals. No. Oh, dang it. Okay. The joke is up. Uh, real proposals. <laughs> and contracts. I'm just going to start calling it contracts. Marriage contracts. <laughs> <laughs> Prenups. Um, okay. So I'm going to walk you through the steps of how to come up with a proposal. And then I'm going to kind of talk you through some of the things that are in our proposals. So my proposal... <laughs> This is, you ruined this for me. I know, I'm sorry. For our business, for Harp, we have a contractor proposal that we send out to clients when they're asking for things that is kind of always evolving. So that's kind of the other thing. I'll put in tips and tricks of what to include to make sure that you don't get hosed at the end. Oh, wow. Um, to kind of protect yourself. So some, like Katie's business, that was kind of the joke when I came up with this topic, is she's like, I'm just like, look at my website, and then you pay me. That's how this happens. <laughs> That's what I propose. Right. I propose <laughs> that you pay me this price, um, and I will give you photos. But for our business, video production, it looks so different because every project's different. Some projects might be like five videos eight videos, right. other projects will be one video. Some include a shoot, some don't include a shoot. Some include creative long. concepting before. Yeah, some proposals are over a 12-month span or six-month span. Some of them they need done next month or two months from now. So all of that to say, some include travel and some don't. You so, seem like you need someone highly organized to manage all this. I don't know. I found one. Me. Yeah. And I have a to-do list now that's just nailing it. I do what a two-hour shoot, and it's this much. And it's this much. Well, that sounds very simple, Katie. Watch out, or I'm going to become a photographer. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to start from the beginning. A client emails you, and they say, I want a video. How much is it going to cost me? In, in so many words, that's usually kind of what we get. So I do not just write them back this much, because that's... There's so many moving parts. Uh -huh. um, that's how you're going to get yourself into trouble. Every video or product or service is not created equal. So this would be really more, more similar to like if you were bidding out graphic design jobs. Yeah. Or a commercial shoot. Or a commercial shoot. There you go. So fact finding. Before you even do anything, you need to fact find. And what I found, sometimes we'll get website um, emails that'll say... I, I need a video, It's uh, I need it to be like 25 to 35 minutes, and I'm thinking, well, they don't know what they're talking about already, because that's like a documentary, basically. <laughs> um, I'm like, it's going to be thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, okay. So, um, so I'll usually write back, think of it kind of like a dating relationship. Ooh. See how serious they are. I write back, okay, these are some things I need to know. I need to find out this information before I can get you a number. I can't just throw you a number. Because sometimes what they're doing is just shopping and they're just wanting to get random numbers to see who will do it right. for 300 500 bucks, um, which it's not us, and I don't even want to waste my time writing a proposal for right. that. So what I 
answer back with is a whole bunch of questions. Is there a time we can hop on the phone? And then sometimes I never hear anything back. Right. So Which if that's the case, time. right. Save me time. And I'm guessing that's probably a template you already have probably. Um, ish. Yeah. I mean, it's the same questions I usually right. ask. So it's kind of a template in my head. I don't have an actual template that I email back. Um, cause it's usually just kind of depends on what, what information what they've, they've given, given me. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you need to find out exactly what they need and then figure out what their problem is so that you can present the solution, the solution being the proposal. So it's important because you're not going to get in over your head offering someone a video for a low price that ends up being much more involved. And then also you're kind of gauging how thought through is this on their end? Have they really thought through it? Do they really know what they want? And if they don't, how can I help them figure out what they want? So for me, it's, is this a shoot or not? Do you have footage or not? Do you want graphics or not? Um, time frame, and then where is this going to be used? Is this being used on your website? Is this an internal video? Are you broadcasting this nationally? Because all of that goes into play with um, a lot of times if it's something that is going to be viewed by a lot of people, right. the pressure is going to be more throughout the whole project. There's going to be more revisions. There's going to be more committees reviewing it. Right. All of that is usually harder if the audience is large. And technically, you should probably be charging more if the audience is really large for it. So, all of that to say, email, find out the problem, find out what they're creating it for, and ask questions. So, sometimes that's just an email they need to email back. If the email back answering your questions causes more questions and kind of confusion in which way, what do they mean by this, I'm not sure what they meant by that, or they use language that maybe makes you think that they're not 100% sure what they're asking. Right. Or they say something like, we're thinking like 35 minutes, it'll probably be like a promo video, and you're thinking, no, no, promo videos are like 60 seconds. You said 35 minutes, like that's probably a phone call or a meeting. Right. Um, meetings don't have to be in person anymore. I'm sure you all know this, but... You can do um, a conference call, phone call. You can do a Google Hangout, a Skype. Um, all of those things are options, even if you live in the same town a lot of times. Um, if you don't have an office and you're a creative entrepreneur working from home, I've met with huge clients in a coffee shop. Right. And no one's ever said, no, I'm coming to your office. Where are you located? Right. Like, no one's ever, ever said probably that. probably rather. And most of the time, large clients are like, I'm big and important and don't want to leave my office. Right. Come, come to me. me. And I'm like, absolutely. That's <laughs> better than my basement. Because I don't feel um, like cleaning today. <laughs> right. Right. I have had clients to my house before, but only clients that I'm like, are also crossed over into the friend section where right. I have like you a... Feel comfortable. Yeah. And we've, we've been working with them for a really long time. So, um, or if we're shooting here for some reason, we need like a house to shoot in. So I always pitch like, maybe we do this like a mid-century modern house. <laughs> like, like a, a, a couch that anthropology weirdly on like sale couch. Yeah, let's do, let's, oh, I have one in my home. Work. Okay. You know um, what I always propose? Maybe <laughs> we do this like in front of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> maybe we do this in front, in France. <laughs> yeah. We can't green screen it. it but no green screen. Right. I want it to be authentic. <laughs> okay. So that's step one. Fact finding. Okay. Find out what the problem is. Okay. Step two. Start writing it. This is sometimes a hard one. Um, for me, it's become easy now because of the systems I've put in place. But for someone who has never written a proposal, right. which is a lot of times when people contact me, they'll say, um, like, I don't even know where to start. When we got started, we had somebody um, kindly share a templated version of their creative proposal with us that we used um, to build the framework of ours. Um, and then it's kind of been changed and molded as we've gone over the years. But now I have created our template and I have one where I take out all the fine print 
not all the fine print, but like the details of like mm. pricing and whatever, like a simplified template. And that's what now I'll pass on to people. And sometimes it's like people who are like, I'm starting a video business in your town. Do you have help I can give? And I'm like, well, there's a lot of work to go around. And somebody helped us when we got started. So Aww. we usually send them the template. I'm listen a good person. If they take all our clients, I'll be on here saying, listen here. <laughs> there's what not to do. Don't help anyone. Um, just kidding. So starting, start writing it. Um, you can find some great creative templates out there with some general legal jargon to get you started. But make sure, I feel like one of the big problems that people have is they're like, this is my chance to be impressive. Mm. And I'm going to impress you with my woo language. Sometimes I'll even write it and then I'll read back through it and think, Shaylee, you don't use those words in real life. Right. Like, what, are you, what are you trying to do? Um, so don't try to be too impressive. You're writing a creative proposal. Right. Which already gives you, you're not writing like a legal, technically it is like a legal document, I suppose, but you're not an attorney writing a deposition for court or whatever. Right. You're writing a creative proposal for creative content. So it should be engaging. It should be how you talk. So if you don't speak using all of those words, um, then, I mean, obviously it's not quite as informal as we speak, but try to keep it conversational and read the same as you actually talk in person. That would be my personal opinion. Um, also I would suggest saving it in a file system as a template, um, or even just saving it. So like, let's say I have three clients, A, B, and C. I write my first one, especially for starting out. Um, save it in a place that you have easy access to it. Cause at this point, if Katie came to me and said, I want a video, write me a proposal. What I do is think about the project scope. I think, what have I proposed recently? that's similar uh -huh. at all to this. So if it's a shoot and an edit, or if it's like a huge project that's like four videos, five shoot days, then I think, okay, is there like a larger project that's maybe formatted more for like a larger project? And I go into Google Drive, which is what we use, and I don't even open it. I just click, right click and make a copy. Uh -huh. And then when I make a copy for it, I immediately organize it into the new folder of the new client. And then I change the name. So that that way, I'm not even getting into an old proposal. I'm not going to accidentally change right. the original. I'm getting it into a new form. I've mm -hmm. made a copy, and I've changed the name. No confusion up front. Right. So once I have that, then all of a sudden, oh, I have a, I have a template, and I can change it, copy and paste, right. and you know rework the parts that I need to rework, but I'm starting from somewhere. So once you get the first one done, you should be able to replicate the main chunks of it and then you just rewrite the kind of the meaty, important middle part, depending on the new client and the job. So that really helps when you're coming up with multiple proposals. Um, but template, 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 but do customize each proposal. Right. So don't make it so general, especially if you're finding just a random template online to where it reads just very like, dear client, this is a proposal that will send your business to the next level. We will come up with ideas to, right. you know, that's like literally you could use for any client. Um, also, dear the, sir or madam. Yeah, dear sir or madam. <laughs> um, there's also in the fine print where I name the client. And so that's something I really have to check to make sure no client ever gets theirs. And like in the small prints, the other, like a name of a different client. Oh, that'd be horrible. That'd be if embarrassing. That. That'd be embarrassing. Um, <laughs> that's never happened to us. I really <laughs> like the podcast ever. Um, so also... <laughs> <laughs> it has if you're reading between the lines it has happened. it happened not only once from Shaylee but also from Katie <laughs> it's happened from all of us 
Um, okay, so customize the proposals. Not in a proposal, mind no, you. No, that's true. That was just a casual email that made it almost worse. Um, <laughs> that should, and it wasn't a template. It was just our brains. Yep. Just our brains. That's fair. Um, <laughs> can't so, win them all. <laughs> can't win them all. We did win it, though. That's oh, fine. Okay. They liked us. Um, okay. High five. Yeah. Go team. You don't need any of this. You don't need no. to call them with the right Just name. Wing it. Just wing it. Send them an email and wing it. Okay, so the <laughs> Shayla and Kate have a side conversation. Um, each proposal uh, include the project and customize it, and then make sure that you're breaking down the client's problem. So you don't have to say, here's your problem, but they're coming to you because they have a problem, whether it's we want to showcase our business and don't have a video to do it. That's a really simple that's a problem. So then your proposal turns into explaining the solution and how you're going to carry it out. Okay. You kind of think of it problem solution that way. So um, stick to what the client asks for. Uh, I think some people might have a different opinion on this, but no one likes to feel like they're being oversold. Right. And so if they ask you for one video, don't uh, go off and brainstorm this full portfolio videos that they could do that would be super awesome and all of these things and push, 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 push. Cause then they're probably going to be like, no, now I feel like I'm having to say no to all of those things I didn't ask for right. instead of getting to say yes or no to the one thing I did ask for. So obviously we're willing to do as many videos as they want, but they've asked for one. Right. So even if I think they need more than one. Like, let's say that the target is too broad. Like, they're trying to, we want to explain what we do. We want to explain the history of our business. We want to explain every single employee and their background. And we want to explain blah, 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 blah. So that's a lot to fit into one video. So that would be, here's the one video. We would recommend you stick to the background of your business and what sets you apart from your competition. I know you also listed, and this could be in the email, not in the proposal. Okay. You also listed hitting these certain topics we think that, you know, if you try to hit too many targets, sometimes you're not hitting any. So those we could save as potential future videos if needed. Okay. So that's a way to kind of say, hey, this is more than one video. So we're going to propose the one video you said. Here's the content that could fit within the 90 second context. Uh-huh. Um, if you want to hit all those other topics, we can talk about other videos. So then balls in their court and they can say, yeah, what would it cost to do videos for all of those other ones? Mm-hmm. And then you're giving them what they're asking for, but it's not coming off like you're being oversold. Another way you can do that is do the whole proposal, put the price at the end, all the information like done, done, done. And then at the end, write additional options. And then you're writing additional options, but there's it's not impeding them being able to say yes or no to this contract with one video that they ask for. Okay. So they can see other options at the bottom, maybe even with prices. Gotcha. But they're like addendum items. Okay. So, explain the problem, explain your solution, how you're going to carry it out. After I go through this breakdown of it, I'm going to I'm going to go through kind of what we have in our proposals for video to help break it down if you're thinking I'm skimming too fast. So, travel um if what you're offering requires travel, make sure that you put in there even if you're not sure if it requires travel. If I'm putting in a shoot day and even if I think it's going to be in Springfield, just in case in a creative meeting someone says, you know what, there's this great story in California and we want you guys to go capture that. Like, you have one shoot day in the bid? Okay, cool, one shoot day. Like, it's going to be one You're shoot like, day wait, out wait, there. Wait, 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 Right, so one shoot day in Springfield where I come home and, like, spend the night with my child and, like, all of that is different than one shoot day in California that takes a whole day to get to, a whole day to get back, right. plus there's travel costs that you need to talk about. So I will always put in um, 
that I'll travel the way that we do it is we bill it back to the client. Um, if there's driving involved, you may even put in that driving up to this many hours uh-huh. and over that is a flight so that they're not having you drive 14 hours somewhere or something cool. crazy um, to save money, which I don't even know if that would. I also put in the IRS rates. So the way right. if you're driving, you can either rent a car and build them for the car rental. We usually drive our own, but build them back for the IRS mileage rates which is like, I don't know, Way better. Yeah. 50, 60 bucks. And we drove to like Tulsa and I think it was like $250 or something. Right. Because basically the IRS mileage rates includes gas, wear right. and tear on car, all of that. So then you're not billing the client back for your gas fill-ups. Right. Because they're paying you for all of that in general. Right. Um, I like that. Yeah. Or you can just do gas reimbursements if they don't. But uh, no one can say no to the IRS mileage because it's like, that's what the IRS says. You owe me. <laughs> so they're not going to be like, I don't think I do. Um, yeah. And then say, then you can drive me in your car and drop me off. Um, but those are just but little that sounds things. uncomfortable, so don't. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, like car games? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to look at the billboards <laughs> and find the alphabet. Um, okay. So those are all little things. Another thing that I like to put in ours um, is like draft changes. This project includes two sets of draft changes. After that, we will bill X amount of dollars per hour. Um, That is to protect you. Everyone's had the client that they see it the first time. There's a tear in their eye and they're like, I love it. Um, You've also had the client that it's like, what if the text came in from the left instead of the right? Hmm, On round seven. Yeah. Can I see it in blue? Like, what if you moved it like three inches down and it's all like subjective right? and you get it, but they have like a committee of 14 people and as they respond, they're just forwarding it onto you and right. so you're making the change and then you'll get more changes. So what two sets of draft changes has done for our workflow is that we're not even saying we want to make less changes for you. What we're saying is get it all together in one email yes. and send it once and then I'm going to sit and open this project once. Create, make, yeah, make all the changes, render it out, export it, and then send it back to you. And then you get one more time of that. Right. Love that. And then I always tell the client before they send me. So as I'm sending the second draft, I would say, tell the client, this is your last set of changes included in the bid price. Anything outside of this last set of changes is going to be billed hourly per the agreement. So you're not telling them after they send you the second set and you send them the second revision and then they send you the third set of changes and you say, billing you hourly for these and then they kind of feel off guard because they probably didn't memorize your proposal and commit it to memory. Um, So I always tell them to where they still have changes left for free before you're going to start charging. It makes them feel a little bit more like less attacked, even though you put it in the proposal. So I like that. That's good. Over communicate. Over communicate. Always wins. Um, and if nothing else, even if they don't listen to your over-communication, at least you have it dated, <laughs> right? Right. You can do the passive-aggressive email forward. Like, well, I found See this. <laughs> See below. Okay, so leave payment until the end. I always leave until the end. Um, and lay out payment expectations and terms. Um, if you charge 50% up front and 50% upon completion, put that in there. Um, I would say the only time I ever bill 100% at completion we just did a job where I did this is if it's a client we've worked with before we have that relationship there and the job is one that's like has like a four day turnaround or something crazy where I'm like your admin department's not even going to get the first check cut before this project is literally a hundred percent done. So if I know it's going to take them 20 days to get me a check sent, I'm just going to say, Hey, 
this is a super fast turnaround. You just approved the project. It's going to be done in four days, five days. Right. So I'll just bill you 100% when it's completed. Um, that's more just easy for me, and it's just going to be one check I'm waiting for. And also sometimes if they're, if it's that, if you're invoicing a same amount that close, it's a larger company, sometimes mm-hmm. the admin department gets confused and like thinks, we just paid that exact amount four days ago. Right. Done, which has also happened to us before. And then you have to track down and be like, no, that was for this payment and this is for that. I actually had two projects for the same client that were the exact same amount divided in half so it was nice. four invoices for the exact same amount and it was a mess and you're like no no yeah so um and then also we've had a client strangely with like a budget before asked to pay us 100 percent upfront. the same client actually that we just waited till the end of invoice um they were like we if we don't spend this money we lose it at the end of next month so can we pay you 100 percent upfront? we were like sure which i hate honestly i know it motivates you <laughs> yes it's terrible um, cause now we're like f- f- rounding it we up like five it. months later and I'm like, remember when that's gone? <laughs> okay. So, um, that happens with weddings every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you not, can you just give me 50? I'm glad that you have all that cash, <laughs> but help me be a responsible adult. Um, I need a carrot dangled. <laughs> so final read through. I will say I'm not the best proofreader in the land oh, as you probably know. <laughs> Sometimes my brain thinks I'm like real good and I feel like I'm being all smart and your brain can literally see wrong things and read them incorrectly. Totally. So sometimes I literally read it and I'm like, it's perfect. Hopefully you're writing the proposal where you have a little bit of time. I recommend walking away for a couple hours, coming back and reading it again. And maybe read it out loud. Read it out loud. Sometimes Jonathan will come in and I'll go, can I read this to you? And I think it's a hundred percent and I'll start reading it and I'm like, uh-oh. That sentence doesn't end. <laughs> then it just hops to a thought. Oh, I've read this twice. Um, also, if you can sleep on it, and then even if you reread it and think it's perfect, I reread it twice. Um, and then send it, and sometimes I still find a word that like is missing an S and get stressed out. But, yeah, usually yeah. the client doesn't read through it all, probably, anyway. Probably just look at the bottom for the price. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Yes, yes. Something about Paris. Paris, something, something, <laughs> all payments, something, credit card, something. Huh? Okay, so that's kind of just a general walkthrough. I put some legal legal deets up at the beginning and the end. I put our logo on it. Um, I'll kind of walk you through our fun proposal. So I start, I put confidential on there. I don't know if that's like legally official. So, I always so put funny. confidential. I feel like it's just going to make them feel a little bit worse if they show it to someone. <laughs> like if nothing else, I'm like, I put it on there. So maybe your conscience will just make you feel a little bit worse if you're going to show this to our confidential. Clients, if you're listening. Because I said confidential. What she meant to say was it's legal it's and binding. It's legally binding. And do not show anyone. Do not show anyone. It's legal. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Come on. Give them a general idea of our number and verbally in a meeting. Don't show them our proposal. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Don't. Don't do that. Just kidding. You just got an identical proposal from a rival in town that Shaylee handed <laughs> to I them. Send it, <laughs> I sent it to them. I changed it a little bit. Okay. So basically the beginning of our legal legalese um, was given to us. I was, I've heard somebody had their lawyers look through it, a client once, and were like, our lawyer said that your contract looks really good. And I was like, ooh, uh, a couple of the high points I have. I was like, I didn't write it. Um, That it's confidential. I talk about um, if the company terminates it, that there's a 20% kill fee of the contract amount. That's happened once in the last eight years, maybe. Um, Which basically means if they've signed it, even if we've done no work and you kill it, you owe us 20% of the contract. Um, Because you have done work. You did a 
proposal. And yeah, you I did communicate it. Um, so the information, let's see. There's a lot of stuff about like uh, ideas, which might be more for like a creative business strategy. But it's basically like, hey, if we if we give you ideas. Um, and propose them and then you pick one and we're going that direction. You don't own the other ideas that we proposed type thing. Okay. Um, and then we're able to use their video for like our, if we ever had, we've had a few clients that haven't wanted us to put videos like on our website, but it's Uh usually for like sensitive areas of the world or like, you know, people's safety, which that's fine. I'm not going to be like, it's in the contract, but pretty much this protects us to say like, we can use this to promote ourselves that we've done work for you just in case a client was embarrassed by us. Um, (laughs) Also, okay, project overview. So I start out every project, our logo, a little legal jargon, the name of the project. So Katie Day's video diaries of her life. Oh my gosh. Um, And then I do a project overview. So this is like, this is the project that I'm giving you. I keep it general. This is not like a cover letter where I'm like trying to win their business. I know a lot of proposals, and I was, like, looking up different creative proposals. Some of them are, like, books, where it's, like, almost like a resume. Uh Um, Usually when they come to us, they know our bios already. They know our work, and they want to work with us. Usually, usually I'm not bidding against other people. And usually they tell me when I am. Like, hey, we're getting three bids. Um, So the project overview, I keep pretty. This is what's included in this. This is the point of it. Um, Sometimes I don't have a lot to go on at the proposal so I'm, I'm saying things like this idea will be concepted in creative brainstorming meetings mm-hmm. or whatever. Sometimes they even include how many creative brainstorming meetings that they get for creative consultation. Um, so that would be if you feel like it's such a large project, it could turn into like eight two-hour meetings before you've even begun work. You maybe include, hey, two two-hour meetings or three two-hour meetings are included in this in the scope. And then if they start wanting to pull you in and brainstorming other things that aren't necessarily included in the video production side of things, like the flow of the event or uh-huh. certain things like that, then you could charge more if you needed to. Okay. Yeah. So then talk about the individual. So if it's like a certain video, if this has more than one video, you could have the same thing six times even. So the duration of the video, visual representation, the script. Are we writing the script or are they writing the script? Are we writing the script together? Are they writing it and we'll give input? Music. We're including the music and the price. That's important. Sometimes when people have super, super, super low budgets, I say, okay, you pay for the music, you pay for the voice, basically all of our hard costs. So if you cover all the hard costs, this is the lowest we can go. And sometimes even if they're paying higher than that price, it makes them feel better because they feel more in control, like they know where the money is going maybe. Um, Draft changes. We include two in the price. After that, this is how much we're going to bill you an hour. Timeline. Um, This is one I would say if you have a client that it's not concepted yet and there's a tight turnaround, if they say end of October, instead of saying, okay, end of October, and then if they decide to sign the contract, wait, they can't nail down an idea, they aren't sure, then they come up with this great new killer idea a week before the due date that you've agreed to, then you're, you know you have a bad week and you're technically then it's like well you said you do it by that date and you didn't put anywhere that Mm -hmm. how much production time you needed so technically it's like a gray area of like you know hopefully the client's nice and understands but a lot of times they're still going to want it by that date so a lot of times if it's that situation over the years I've learned 
I say this due date is contingent on the client providing, you know, all scripts, approved scripts, Mm -hmm. no later than blank date. Or I'll say we need two to three weeks post-production time after the shoot. Right. So that if you can't find five people to be on camera with scripts approved and the rental like location for whatever studio they're wanting to shoot in by this date, then they know the due date for this video, quote unquote, is two to three weeks after that shoot gets scheduled. So yeah, that's something that, that is big. That's happened a lot for us. I realize this is very video specific. If you have any questions for other fields, you can ask at the end. Uh, Production, same thing for the shoot days. This would be the same for anything in person you could break down. So if you're shooting uh, photography, if you're shooting video, if you're meeting with a client for some sort of creative consulting, I don't know what other creative things would be like in person. If you're painting a live event. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Just include like up to how many hours that includes. Uh So like up to eight hours. Wedding coordinating. Wedding coordinating, there you go. Photography? Yeah, because you'll have the client that you charge a shoot day rate, and you're there for two and a half hours, and they're right. like, see ya, and you're like, oh my gosh, that was great. Then you have other clients who will work you for 16 hours and still right. not be happy. So that's just to protect you. Even if it's like, we say up to eight hours, and it's like eight hours and 30 minutes, we're not like, ah, ah, ah. Right. But if the client's like stressful client, and you know it's going to go to 14, you can say, hey, I've been here about seven hours. You have one more. Do you want to go over? Do you want right. to? That type of thing. It just protects you. Even You're not obligated to follow it, but it protects you when you do need to follow it. Right. So you can still do three sets of draft changes for a client if like you spelled a word wrong or something to right. where it's like, that's obviously you're not going to charge them for that. Um, explain what you will be doing that day on the shoot day or the day when you're in person. Um, that just manages expectations and lets them know what you're covering and what you're not in case Katie's shooting a wedding. And then they're like, actually, we have our whole extended family and we want you to do headshots for my grandpa's like millwork business. Just while you're here, we have you for the day. We have you for the day. So we want like John's millwork heads, headshots redone for his website. I don't know if that's ever happened. But, you know, like something weird where right. you're like, that's not included in my wedding photo shoot day. But right. like, okay, well, then you can say, per the contract, this is what was included. And even though, yes, you bought me for the day, I'm not going to like go home and do your laundry, <laughs> you know, because there's like, there's a line. Right. There's a line. Um, who the crew will consist of, you, or if there's going to be more than one person and what those people are doing. And then time frame. Also, I always put at the end that the bid is subject to change if additional locations, shoot days, subjects travel, anything. So basically that says, if it changes from this scope, the bid will change. And again, that's just to protect you. Right. Um, and then at the end, pricing and project price, I just go up 50% due to start and 50% due on completion. Covers everyone. Our clients have never had an issue with that. Total price, I have a place to sign and date. Um, and then I put, which I don't know if this, again, would like hold up in court necessarily. This is when like Shaylee tried to be an attorney. Um, but a lot of times they'll send the proposal and they're like, okay, let's move forward. And then they like cut us the first check and they've never actually like signed and sent back right. something. Um, so I put in there basically like, hey, if you sign this, it doesn't say hey. It says accepted <laughs> by title, signature, date. I acknowledge that I've read and understand the agreement and it's entirety signing. I represent that I'm authorized, blah, blah, blah. And then I put in there that if you send me the first payment, basically, that that's the same as accepting the contract. Oh, nice. 
Um, just so that it's like, I never signed anything. I never agreed to that. It's like, well, you paid me the first amount that was in that. Right. So I feel like that's all us agreeing to it. So basically, in a nutshell, that's what's in our proposals. Um, I think that proposals are a scary thing for people to do for some reason when it comes to like a more thought through proposal. They take a lot of time and sometimes the client decides not to do it. And then you're like, I spent all that time on a proposal. So I would say gauge your um, time spent on the amount that the proposal's for. If it's a $50 proposal or something super small, right. don't um, spend two days on it. Yeah. Because your payout for that's not even going to cover your time for those two days. <laughs> for the yeah. proposal. And then I'll also say they can always be changing. So, so don't be too hard on yourself and write the first one and then once you get through that first project you can be like man that I don't know I always come up with like a yarn example but like if you're doing something and it took a lot more hard cost than you thought or something happened and they got twice as much of your time as you thought figure out ways to then tweak the proposal moving forward to protect yourself and to clearly communicate what is and what's not included right as you're going forward absolutely any questions on the riveting information of proposals I love it. Uh, I would say wedding photography has a contract, so that's yeah. that's good. Uh, but I have been very detailed about what the day of is going to look like, and then yes. even ask ask as many questions ahead of time. As far as I will actually have on there, you know, you bought ten hours. Like if we sh- if we were to go over, who's the point person that I want to ask? It's going to be this much. Something you don't want to say. Yeah. On the wedding day when they're yeah doing the cha-cha slide hi bride yeah, hey, congratulations hey, okay who do i Sorry to head out but you haven't done the cake so that's so good but really if you can anticipate anything that might be awkward on the day um, yes which seems like uh, that's kind of a dumbed down version of what you No, but in that that makes total sense because asking them who the point person is for going over on hours is a little bit awkward, but not as awkward as asking the bride on her wedding day right. when it's too late. And then usually you're either the person who makes it uncomfortable for everyone or the person who just shoots extra and is a people pleaser and never asks right. about it and then doesn't get paid for it. Right. Which also isn't good. Equally not as good. Right. That's good. Anything else? Any weird, uh, what's your weirdest oh, awkwardness just, oh with contracts and not including detail? I've never been asked to do laundry. Well. Um, there was always next year. There was a matriarch once that was like, I think it'd be fun to like go to like a studio on the day. Like, cause our family's never together. Do you have a studio we could swing by and just get some, I was like, "Mm." a studio. No. Considering I shoot weddings. But (laughs) if you wanted to swing by like, you know, JC Penny in the morning (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, after the rehearsal dinner you're more than welcome then that will be a lot more cost efficient for you so i'll make a nice portrait on the day like you know in the garden of the the church (laughs) but here is the name of target (laughs) photo center (gasps) and see if you guys can shove your 30 member family into that into target yeah that's nice what was the response to that uh, I think I said it to the bride who said it to her, so I don't know. You said it to the bride. I probably showed up on the day and she already hated me, but that's okay. Okay, that's... Hey, the, just for fun... Wedding some, business is not repeat business, usually. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun sometime, can I um, do a whole episode of all the times and reasons people have been mad at me all the <laughs> Yes, we're going to do one called okay. Please Like Me. Please like me. <laughs> I mean, I'm... 
I'm nice. I really am. I promise. Oh my I don't know why you look at me like you hate me. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> why you look at me like you? So for the, I would write um, to kind of wrap it up. If you're wanting to write like a, a cover letter E proposal, like an explanation. Sometimes I have things that I want to explain in the proposal. I leave those out of the proposal and include those in the email that the proposal is attached yeah. to. So it says, "Hey, a few things to look, uh, you know, to mention." You didn't ask for this video. I included that, or you know, I asked. I, I broke down the options and the addendums at the bottom. I, you know, include if it's a larger project. Sometimes I'll do. We can break it up into more payments if that's you know we can do quarterly payments and break it into four if it's a huge contract that's lasting over a year. Um, and then if there's any sort of like a feely, I don't know, extras that you want to add, like hey, I know your budget's really small for this. We were trying to be creative on ways to save you money, to try to keep the cost as low as possible. Because um, sometimes it turns into a game of like, what about this number? And you're right. like, I gave you a number, remember? That's, the proposal is a number for what you asked for. <laughs> um, so if you kind of say in there, hey, we tried to work with you on price, and they right. get the idea like, okay, this is like their low price right. number. This is them working with us on the lowest option. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of in the email that I attach it Two. Um, if you have any other questions on proposals or tips, you can uh, message us and ask. Um, but for our segment today, mm. uh, Katie, oh no, is going to propose audibly <laughs> propose to me. No, she is going to talk through. Oh boy, an overthought cover letter email. Oh my gosh, for a big proposal. Ha. Um, for let's see, it's a commercial photo shoot. For Bass Pro. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> All the heads. There's like My niche. <laughs> right. It's like um. It's a high end uh, outdoors company though. So they're doing it at um on a tracker boat. Inside. Inside. <laughs> Inside Bass Pro. Actually, they just launched the new Wonders of Wildlife, and I'm very excited. Plug to our hometown. Oh my goodness. Um. Anyway, so you're doing it. It's a. Uh, Thousands of dollars worth of work because oh they have so many uh, employees. It's every employee at Best Pro headquarters. Okay. Do you want a a cover letter full of schmoozy lies or an honest cover letter? I want both. Okay. Let's okay, start so with the, start the schmooze lies. Okay. Um, dear, dear John John Morris, that's how you're going to start it. John, <laughs> can I call you John? That is probably accurate. <laughs> that's right. Like, sure. <laughs> Um, so excited to get the opportunity to, uh, propose this invoice for you. Such a big fan. Grew up fishing, uh, bait. I know about that. Um, That's a thing. Yeah. Boats. Basses. Uh, so I'm going to level with you. You have a lot of money. I don't. I would like some of your money. Uh, you're great. You're great. You're great. <laughs> schmooze, schmooze, schmooze. So excited. Enthusiasm. Katie Day. Okay, that was good. Okay. Um, the honest one. I love that we're acting like you're emailing Johnny Morris directly for this proposal, by the way. Okay, go on. Go on. He's, he's probably a solopreneur. I'm sure he handles all of that himself. Yeah, he's probably also like one that cleans the offices. Um, oh, goodness. All right, the honest one. Dear Johnny, I am probably not qualified to pull this off. I shoot like seniors. And like babies. Not and citizens. Like weddings. Like 18 year olds. Yeah, like 18 year olds. Um, this seems way out of my league. 
way out of my scope of work. I've actually never done a proposal. I listened to a podcast about one recently. <laughs> so I'm just going to see. I actually just had her send me a template. So <laughs> if some of this still has jargon left over from like her whatever shoot she just did, that's totally that, that explains that. Um, don't know what to charge. It seems like you have plenty of funds. <laughs> so I don't know, a couple thousand million ish? Thousand million? I don't know. Thousand or million. Just tell me what your gut reaction is to either of those words. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got a camera, I've got a good attitude, uh, never fished, never hunted. But your husband does. No, I fished, I fished. I I have never hunted, but I will hunt you down, a creative concept. And shoot you with my camera. shoot you with my camera. (laughs) Sincerely, Katie Day. That's so good. Also, maybe don't respond because I'm nervous. Send. (laughs) Sold. Sold. (laughs) Oh, man. My mouth hurts from smiling. Um, but Shaylee would so do it really well. That was good. That was good, Katie. Thank you. Well, uh, when you get into your heavy-hitting commercial work, uh, post-baby number four, when you can conquer the world, yeah. you can just... I'll look back on that. Re- listen to this. I'll send you a template. <laughs> I'll be like, that's so funny that I didn't know how to do that now that I'm a millionaire shooter. <laughs> that's what they call it in the industry. A millionaire shooter. Yes. I got married uh, young enough to where I feel like no one even like looked to see if I was like engaged or married because they just assumed no she looks like a child. She's a child. Why would this toddler be married? She, she looks seventeen. Of course she's not. <laughs> like how did they miss it? It's all no. I ever look at. It's all I ever look at. <laughs> I was young. I was not um, as pregnant looking then. You were just pregnant. There's sometimes I think like I look so young. People probably think I'm like still on the market. And then I'm like oh, I'm pushing a child in a stroller. Nope. The gig is up. The gig what, is up. What a lovely au pair. <laughs> I wonder what country she's I'm from. probably French. Shaylee and Katie, the podcast was recorded in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, and our favorite spot of all, an iTunes review. Also, feel free to email us at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Seriously. We love you. Seriously.